137, 137, yes, which is uh, a, a record. Each week's a record for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Over two years now, yeah. shockingly. Yeah. We've got, we got a third wheel today. Yo. Ha-na-na-na-na-na-na-na. He's back. The reason being, because this one's going to get gross, and I thought the feminine touch might be uh, something <laughs> to... Feminine touch. <laughs> Are you sure I have that? <laughs> yeah, well... I don't know. We'll <laughs> find out, I suppose, in this. Depends whether you're, you're cheering or crying by the end of this pod. Cheering, okay. I reckon it'll be cheering. It's going to be a cheery one. It always is. Cheery. This is we need to do some shout-outs. Kieran Gardner. He's Gardner. Straight off the bat. Yeah, obviously. Brad Hicks. And we're going to rush through this because we've got... It's a double pod today. Okay. And we've got tight... Yes. Uh, tight tight schedule. Deadlines to meet. So, uh, Brad Hickson. I used to work with him. He's got some Ted lines. What? Yeah, I used to work with him. You know him? Yeah, yeah, I know Brad. Oh, right. Um, I don't know what he does now, but he used to do a bit of painting. Hmm, interesting. There we go. <laughs> Katie Lynn Rodney. Um, I reckon she, she works with Dino Rod. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, some sort of uh, stagehand for only fours and horses. This <laughs> <laughs> probably doesn't mean anything to anyone <laughs> that's not in England. Tyra Court. Well, she w- she's obviously a barrister, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> oh dear Gunnar Nilsson Gunnar Nilsson Gunnar Nilsson Yeah Well he's he's clearly works in a, in a um, helicopter with the um, miniguns Clearly Gunnar Nilsson And and Jenny Dubery. Um She likes to paint Dubery's What are they <laughs> are? <laughs> She's in a band called the Dubery's The Dubery's yeah she likes to uh, paint, well, Dubries, obviously. Dubries, yeah. <laughs> Dubri Darbies. So I wanted to get that out of the way because sometimes we rattle on for ages with that and we haven't got the time. Um, but I also briefly wanted to mention the Area 51 raid. Have you, heard of, you must have heard about that, Rob. Is that a recent thing? What, well, it hasn't happened yet. No, but I've, I saw a really crap uh, video saying meeting in Area 51, it clearly wasn't. Can't have been. Well, oh, what, you mean like the military guys? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was real. yeah. Oh, well, it seems to be real. Yeah. Do you know what's happening, though? It's probably in a fucking hotel room somewhere. Do you know what's happening? Do you know why they were having that meeting? Why? Because over two million people have agreed to meet on the 20th of September, just outside Area 51, and storm the base. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to start shooting everyone? Well, yeah, or, or hit them with some sort of sonic weapon. Nice. That's really, apparently that's what they're going to do. Yeah. I don't know. Hang yeah. on. That'd be an idiot if sneeze. they did. Oh. Uh. <sighs> Oh, it's it gone. went away! It's no. gone! It's gone! <laughs> oh no! Oh, you look so disappointed. <laughs> Isn't it horrible when that happens? I hate it. I hate it. Feel let down? Do you do? Just the pressure of you two looking at me. As like I said, I was about to sneeze, and I was like, <gasps> no, "It's gone." It's gone. Damn it! I knew it's, it's going to prop up like, like half a feet of podcast now. Just let it go without warning. Just let it out. There it go. go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Neighbors think something terrible's happening right <laughs> now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if they listen to this every morning or every, whenever every, we do it, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Good luck to them. I knew somebody that used to sneeze whenever they looked at the sun. Apparently, that's oh, quite. My sister co- does that. Yeah. And my dad. They really? like sneeze every time the sun comes out. You're Why? like, what Explain. the fuck is wrong with you? Just stop sneezing. Explain. I don't know. Something to do with like the bright. Hello, cat. Uh, something to do with the brightness. I think that weird. makes like just sets it off. I, I mean, my dad sneezes constantly anyway. He's like a weirdo. So. I don't think I've ever heard him sneeze once. You were there last, literally last time we went round. I know I was there last time we went round, but sneezing a lot at the dinner table. <laughs> <laughs> just was starts he? randomly sneezing. Can't stop it. I don't remember that. 
Oh, that's riveting for everybody. Yeah, that's riveting. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We've got a social media winner. Now, do you want to do that at the end? Yeah, I think so. I think that's always the best option. All right. We are flying through this at breakneck speed. Let's get going. Speed. Come on. So, do yeah, it. if you want to get us on our, all the social media, you know what to do. Yeah, go go to Google, type a name in. It will pop up. Simple. <laughs> <laughs> It'll just, just Google. Google it. <laughs> and if you want to win some goodies, what you have to do is share this episode post on Facebook. And we'll send you something if you win. Obviously. And Twitter. And well, well, not really. Not really. I've got a thing that I want everyone to do as well. Anyone who's friends to us, likes us, whatever, um, send out an invitation to all your friends to join our page. Oh yeah, just do it. Just see what happens. You know, I know there's probably about ten friends between them all. <laughs> about a thousand, they might have about ten friends. <laughs> we might get ten more new <laughs> listeners, maybe. Maybe you'll get something. If you do that, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Well, Rob's got a stunning idea for his artwork this week. This yeah. is the third piece that's gone out. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think the first one was the best piece. The second one was a bit experimental, I think. the sec- Yeah, the se- Miles Chat- that was Miles Chapman, if I remember rightly. Yeah. Yours is on the window that is ready to be posted. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll be posted in approximately two weeks. So, yeah, <laughs> we're getting out today. We're getting out today. And, um, yeah, this one, are you, what are you going to do? Well, as, as I, I know it's a murderer... Because that's what Tom's, that's all he said to me. It's quite hard to do because usually I know when it's a murderer one, it's a story. So you have like his beginning of his life, what's happened, like the trigger which made him like rip out people's throats or whatever. Um, so I've I've gone for a, a cartoon layout, yeah. like like a comic magazine, yeah, comic st- comic, comic book style. style, yeah. So Got his grid set up. So there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Pictures you're gonna get this Tw- week. Yeah, twelve <laughs> graphic scenes depicting this. It's <laughs> been quite a sterling job of drawing yeah. some straight lines so yeah. far. Yeah, yeah, it's great, isn't it? Yeah, pretty good. Epic pretty good. Game well of uh, <laughs> well crosses. All right then, yeah. So do that. Sell shit. You can win some stuff. And um, let's get on with this filthy show. Let's do it. Oh yeah, you've never done a murder one, have you, Hannah? I don't think I have actually. I've done a couple of the uh, random question ones, and I did a Mothman, which was ages ago. So yeah, the so man that was a moth. The Mothman, and it was like second one, so it was. That oh was no, wait, did I do both? I think I did both. Can't the remember. Wouldn't that piss you off, man. right? If a moth was the size of a man, right? And you know when they come come into your bedroom <laughs> and the lights are on and they sit there, <coughs> not in the head, <laughs> not in the bulb. <laughs> Just yeah, trashing your bash the head on the light. Yeah, God's sake. Mad. And you go, fuck off, moth man. Knocking your TV over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just get really mad. Yeah, it'd really brass you off, wouldn't it? Or, or when they state, like, if they eat your clothes in the cupboard, you open up and there's a man in <laughs> there. It's a giant <laughs> man. It's got your whole, your like, jacket. Your whole jacket <laughs> yeah. in mouth. I think that would be a bit mad. It wouldn't be as mad as Joaquin Kroll. Joaquin Kroll? Cool yeah. name. There's a few, name of, a few ways that you can pronounce his name, but I'm going with Joaquin. Where's he from? He's from Germany, mate. Germany? Okay. The man. From Germany. I think he's w- like probably their, their first famous serial killer. Famous one. Okay. And I'd never heard of I'm, I'm guessing you like you I've haven't heard of him. No. He's got, mate, I tell you. Whacking Goal. What's his name? Cro- Whacking Kroll. <laughs> Whacking Kroll. Whacking Goal. It, it, sound, it sounds <laughs> like 
It sounds like someone talking Whack-a-mole. about someone's talking about someone's massive dick or something. <laughs> that name. He's got shades of Albert Fish, yeah, Jeffrey nice. Dahmer, Dennis Nilsson, and Ed Gein. So. Oh, so he's got a mix of more. Yeah. Oh, nice. I'd that like means it. nothing to me. <laughs> I know exactly what the names mean and what they they actually do mean. It's a big hitter, is it? Yeah. It's it's. Um, oh, good. So he's gone all out. Yes. Okay. Yeah, cool. Cool. Talk about this. I like it. So Joaquin Crow was also known as Uncle Joaquin, which is quite creepy. Uh, he was also called the Duesberg Maneater. He was a German child molester, rapist, serial killer, cannibal, and necrophile. Oh, oh. my God, he's got them all. Yeah, he's, he's got everything under the belt. He you loves, you he loves, he's, get, he's collecting, like, You know when you go to work and, bad like, things. And you bump into someone who, and they know everything. They're like, like a plumber slash, like, <laughs> electrician slash. He's like that, isn't yeah, he, yeah, in the serial like, killer uh, scene? He's like, you know, Tom says to me all the time, like, when we're watching TV, and, you know, and you see these people who are just good at everything. They're like... Yeah. I'm uh, the chief rocket science of NASA, and I can also play the piano <laughs> and the drums and the guitar and, and I'm, everything yeah, else. I'm, uh, I'm headlining like, Glastonbury yeah, this I year. Also, <laughs> yes, headlining Glastonbury <laughs> yeah. this year. It's like that, but for murder. Yeah, yeah, it's like it is. just got everything under he's his got, belt. He's got he's, it all. He's a, he's a jack he, of all trades. He would be a very good contender in serial killer top trumps. Would which, yeah, 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 which yeah. a few people have said, man, should do that. We'll, we'll do it, we'll do it. I'll, I'll do, I'll tell you what, if I... If we go, go through the murders we've really done, um, I'll do a little cut. I'll make a little size card, and I'll do, do um, mm. my drawings of them. <laughs> and then we'll do um, and we'll do a top trump. So I don't know how we're going to do it. I don't know. If we're going to do we stealth. Need a lot. We need stealth, obviously, and things like that. And then obviously the brutalness, weapons. intelligence. Yeah. yeah. So we'll work it out. We'll work it out, and we'll do a whole ser- like serial killer top trumps card. I think game. that's something we should build on. That's yeah. our idea, you fuckers. Unless it's already yeah. been done. No, no, we've copyrighted it right here, right <laughs> it now. Might have already copyrighted been done. right now. We've that paid must for the have copyright. Been done, surely it must have been done. No, well, fuck it. We'll it is it. now. It's It'll been be done it. by us. <laughs> Doesn't matter if anyone else has done it. They've done it wrong. So Joaquin, <laughs> he told the police after his arrest that he ate he ate the flesh of his victims to save money on food bills because meat was expensive. When, so okay, timeline. When was this? This this happened in the mid fifties, sixties, and seventies. So you're quite pre- you're not like quite a prevalent time then, not like too super like you know like I can't afford shit. No, no. Well, practical, practical man. He's say you know except for just burning and wasting the energy, he's eating it. Well, he could have just had like had vegetables or something. Yes, if you can't buy some meat, potatoes, can't afford meat. So the next thing to do naturally is eat human flesh, kill people <laughs> and but eat them. But the thing is, sometimes you can't stop the. People's urges for meat. Yes, I really <laughs> need some meat. He could not stop his urges. No? He said he only ate women and children who looked tasty and tender. Well, yeah, makes well, sense if you're I'm hungry. not kidding. That is what he so said. So he didn't. He didn't want to go for like a, a burly builder. He might be a bit, you know, chewy around the edges. <laughs> yeah, a bit of gristle. <laughs> bit of gristle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bit he's, got of a bit, he's got a bit of filler in him. Got a bit of filler up his nose. <laughs> and his killings lasted for over 21. I think it was 21 years in total. Okay. His, uh, his he, had a good, he had a good run then. Yeah, for a few reasons. One, he was erratic, used lots of different locations. Two, multiple people were convicted of his crimes, with one actually confessing to murder that he didn't commit. Oh, nice. We got lucky in a way. Very, this, so. Yeah, very lucky. Did yeah. That, is that someone that wanted, like, wanted the fame of being the person? Or I don't think like, so. Why would you do that? As we get through this, a lot of the f- lot okay. of the fellows who got arrested or accused ended up killing themselves. This is a weird one. Cool. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Nice. And also, there was an, another uh, a number of other serial killers or killers active in the area at the time. So it's kind of like safety in numbers. Okay, so is there like a serial killer code? Do you reckon they, they so go past so each other in the street and it's go, like, you know, yeah, I've done another one. They got like a little like 
Do you, reckon, do you reckon they hire out the town hall and yeah, have like, you know, like I mean, a like general a little, meeting? Like general meeting yeah, general meeting town hall. Now, today, uh, we're on the agenda is the bodies that we've killed this week and how we're going to pass the murders <laughs> on to other people. Okay, uh, Jeremy, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're covering this area tonight, aren't you? Yeah. I don't want to go in that area. We're, we're going for the, um, the uh, I think we're going for rape and murders this area tonight, and we're going to go for the, just the slaughters in this area and just the meat eating in this area. The <laughs> <laughs> <Some> meat eating. <laughs> so, I'd, also, I don't think the police really had the, the full resources to investigate. The, the crime so when somebody happened like somebody in happenstance you know you, we can blame you or so, uh, let's just say a mentally challenged person would walk to the police station and say they did it they'd slam them in prison and go hopefully that'll just it'll go away now whether you did it or not we've got someone in prison if the murder stopped everybody's happy the, the, uh, the classic we've got some behind bars for this he was convicted of eight horrific I mean horrific murders but he confessed to 14 in total um, whether 14 is the true number. Do you reckon it's more? Usually yes. is. Usually is more, yes. isn't it? <laughs> they <laughs> always <laughs> confess to like a certain amount of murders, but, but it's always a lot more. It's yeah. always like like double or triple that usually. And as you'll, as you'll I see... I think they just forget. I would. Well, I think after the 14th, I'd be I don't know. It's just... It's could be, about could be, 14? It could be about 10. It could be 20. I don't know. Wasn't it Gacy who said when, <laughs> yeah. they, when they executed Gacy, he said, you'll never find them all or something like that. Oh, creepy. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. And his victims range from four years old to 61. Oh, oh right. So he had a good range as well. He didn't stick to like like 16-year-old girls yeah. or something. He mostly did, actually. I oh, did he? But the 60... I think he just went for a MILF just to see what the crack was like. Right, okay. See what they eat. Most were like. around 12-year-old, uh, which is particularly disturbing when you consider that he chopped them up and had sex with their bodies. Yes, that is pretty disturbing. 13 females and one male. Okay, so he... Oh, he, he did go for a... Was he... He was just in the way. Was, he a, oh, was, was he? he a pussy? Could he, he could not handle the blokes? No, he was, a, he was a tiny, weak little man. Was he? Yeah. Ah, so that's why. He was. He was. He really was. So he managed to find some uh, one poor bloke to be tinier and weaker than him, basically. Not really. Or, or did he like run him over? You're not far off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something where he's got no chance whatsoever to beat him. Well, you'll see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he'd attack women who were travelling either to school or home or something from work, um, like usually going through woods or parks where he'd like lurk, lurk around, you know, seclusion and There's cover. Nothing, nothing, nothing more creepier than a small little weedy man lurking in a woods. Yeah. Like behind a tree. If there was a big bloke in the woods, right, I don't think that would bother me as much as a little bloke lurking. You know, the little face. With the glasses. Around, you know, like the like skinny, yeah, like, well. like hunchbacks. That's how I see him. I see him as like a hunchback fella just walking around in the woods. I'd find with that like, more with scary. like combed down hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just comb, like combed, combed, him. combed <laughs> across there. Big glasses, hair. yeah. Like big, a buttoned up shirt. Yeah. <laughs> big, big round glasses. Yes! <laughs> and just just literally just crawling around the woods going like that. Rather, sh- yeah. rather, rather than a big bloke just bowling through. I'd go, oh, he's just coming to chop some logs down or yeah, something. Yeah, he's, you know he's, he's just doing some Now, like this little dude... Lumberjacking. He better be some sort of, like, mushroom inspector. Mushroom <laughs> 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 Or I'm yeah, really yeah, going to break gone. out. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think that podcasts like this, like what we're going to do today, glorify the killers? Um, obviously, that's not what we no, want to do. No, <laughs> I think... We just I have a laugh talking about I it. I think personally... Probably not right, but... This shit happens. Like there ain't no change in it. Talking about it on a podcast isn't it's glorifying. It's, it's happened. Just te- it's just it's just educating, isn't it? I, f- I think I think it depends on how you um, put it across. I don't think it glorifies it. Um, I think sometimes, maybe sometimes the things we say, um, not purposely, but we just say, "Oh, you know, that's a bit of you know, yeah, a bit well, of a crazy yeah. thing or whatever." And 
it can look like we are, but we're not. We're we're just can't believe it's happened, sort of thing. I suppose we add, add a bit of humour to the story. Yeah, yeah. We got. To. I think you got to because it's mo- otherwise it's just, just going to be. Yeah, horrible, everyone's yeah. just going to get like brutally mm. stabbed, and you go, yeah, that's it. Everyone's died. Mm. So he's born on the seventeenth of April, nineteen thirty-three. Oh, day after me in Hindenburg, which was part. Which wow, is Nazi you look really Germany good for your age, Rob. <laughs> yeah, man. Thank you. you. Very good. <laughs> he was the sixth child out of a clutch of nine. Oh, I mean, nine, nine. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, that's t- imagine nine children. That's fucking. That must have been hardcore. Like, Your mum's a hoe, yo. My, my um. Is what I'd say to her. <laughs> my boss has like nine brothers and sisters. How old is he? Uh, sixty. See, the thing is, I I was thinking about this. I wonder whether they had so many children back then because it was a dangerous time with the war. It's like a, a bird laying a clutch of nine eggs. I think it was like was you d- just generally like have more kids. I remember who was it? Someone was telling me that I had like twenty brothers and sisters the other day. I can't remember. Twenty, come on. It's like or it's someone like, like they knew someone that had that many. You get to and you get the point. It's it's like a, a rat, isn't it? Just spawning loads of children just in one go. <laughs> Some people just love having babies. There's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> no, Jesus there isn't. Christ. I can't imagine having nine kids. There's nothing. I can't imagine having no, one. No, I, I think I Thank think God. nine kids. I think I'd, I'd be hanging from the ceiling. I think after a bit. But um, uh, fair play. If you want nine kids, fine. Do if you it. can afford them, that is. Mm-hmm. Have them. Well, I couldn't find the names of his parents. I did have a look. It doesn't really matter. There's, see, there's quite a bit of conflicting information throughout this regarding his um, his his childhood and his his adulthood. He kept most of his his life secret, uh, and there's not that m- many records available. And a lot of documentaries were in in German, so there's patchy information. But we've got a good understanding of what went on. Mm-hmm. So his dad was a miner. Apparently, until he was drafted. His dad was in a child. Yeah, <laughs> until he uh, <laughs> got, got started, young mate. Until, <laughs> until he got drafted into World War Two, and then mum up to the, you know to look after the swarm of screaming children. His dad served in Russia during the war. Yeah, had a bit of a rough time. I think probably he wasn't the only person having a rough time. A few others were. During so World I, f- War II. I think yeah. maybe maybe a few of them, just a few. And he ended up as a prisoner of war, which is always fun. Yeah, well, no. it's just you're out of the war. You might get a whipping every day or so, but you know you're not getting <laughs> shot at. You know what I mean? Until they kill you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until they, they torture you sl- to slowly they wor- every day until and work you, you to like death. until you become inebriated and mind unable you, to move. <laughs> mind you, if they work, I wouldn't mind a bit of work. I like working. I know they didn't make them work. They just uh, kept them in like small cages. I would. You see, this starved is them to death. See, this is where they missed out. They should have used it as slavery as well while they were there. You <laughs> know what I mean? I think the Germans did, didn't they? Yeah, I think that's the best way. Rockets and stuff. Yeah. As well. The V2 rocket was famous for... It's not, it's not very efficient, is it? Having them in and then like wasting money, fi- like just sort of well, storing them somewhere. Even, when, well they use to them to even use. when they used these poor people, they weren't efficient because the V2 <laughs> rocket killed more people in production than it did in combat. Nice. There you go. That's a, that's a cool fact. Apparently, his, his old man died in Russia three years after the war ended and obviously never saw his family again. And I wonder how many people that must have happened to that just get, you know... Just disappeared. It but must be mad because it, it's probably, ha- like you say, it happens probably quite regularly and they'll just go... Do you know where Gary is? No. Nah. Yeah. Um, well, he must be dead. Ah, all right. And that could be M-I-A, the sons or daughters sorry. talking, yeah? yeah? Just right. And they just go, wow, okay. Yeah. Well, he's gone then, isn't he? Oh, well, let's carry on. Yeah. Because that's what they could do. I also read that his dad returned from the war. So this is where... So ah. But whatever way, it doesn't matter. He ended up dead his as fuck His dad was anyway. somewhere and he died. Did yeah. his dad re- return as a lady? <laughs> 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 After his death, Joachim, his mother and his eight siblings had to move into a smaller house in West Germany due mm-hmm. to financial pres- pressures because she's probably too busy trying to look after this horde of children. There's no money coming in. 
Imagine how much a trip to Mackey's would cost with that many, like a hundred quid. Especially these days, it costs about hundred quid for about four people <laughs> these days. No trips to theme parks for them. No, I don't think there would have been any in Nazi Germany anyway. Probably, you know. Anyway, moving to West Germany actually saved his life because after he got busted and faced trial and was sentenced, West Germany, where he, he lived when he was committing these crimes, abolished the death penalty. And if he remained in the years, yeah. So he got away with it. Got away with it. He got away with it in so many ways, this bloke did. And it was a two-bedroom house, and he had to share his one room with his seven sisters and his and his other brother. He pissed the bed a lot, which is standard. Oh, yeah, so that's the first sign of a serial killer, isn't it? Rob might be drawing a golden shower here for you. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's drawing some blonde hair. I'm drawing, a, like a looks like a football picture. Um, but it's their family because there's nine kids, isn't there? It's <laughs> just got, got like little pink faces and okay. little blonde hair. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first one. So everyone knows what, what what kid was he? Number? So I think he was number seven. Number seven. Oh, he's okay. like one, middle two, kid. Three, four, five, six, seven. Okay. okay I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure. But anyway, but he, they used to rip the piss out of him for for when he was wet in the bed. Um, and he he says that this was like the beginning of destroying his self esteem, and they'd blame him for anything that went wrong because they knew that they could. He'd just roll over and take it. If shit got like too much for him to take, he'd just shut up and retreat. Yeah. So when you when people like the Littlands figured out, oh, you know, if you you break something, break your vase, or you smash your S- Xbox, blame Wikeen. You can just blame him, and he just shuts up. Um, oh, that's a good way of doing it. That's to be fair. He also pissed. you need you need someone to pass the blame onto. You need someone who just takes it all. And he did. Yeah. Good then for him. He, then you, uh, but you see, it's like the universe is always has to be happy. It always has to find its equilibrium. So you can blame him for some shit, but it's going to come out. Another <laughs> side at some point. He also pissed a bit as an adult as well. Perfect. So it's a double tick. Yeah. Did, he kill, did he kill many animals? He killed one. <sighs> at least. So starter. probably a lot more. It's a starter. I mean, when you think about it, if you like kill a gnat when it lands on your leg, we've probably all killed thousands of animals. Do you like the way I've done them all blonde because of the Aryan race? <laughs> I is knew that, you were going to do the, that. Except for the dad, you nearly did redhead. <laughs> nearly. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> he didn't have that many friends during childhood. Now, partly that was because he dropped out of sco- a primary school. That's as far as he got. He only spent a total of five years in education throughout his entire life. I think three in primary school and, and two years in special needs school. Yeah. Uh, okay. Which led people to think that he had special needs. He was known as the village idiot and he was completely inept and also publicly ridiculed and bullied by everybody when he was out and about. So obviously that was treat, made him retreat back into himself further. He had limited vocabulary, very much like me, stumbling through this. He struggled to answer questions, and it's like his brain kind of stalled when he was put under pressure. He just couldn't deal with it, and he would just shut down. And the police remarked on that during his questioning. They, they, they approached questioning him um, like an adult, as you would, because he's like a 50-year-old man. And after a while, they figured that they had to actually play games with him to time reason with him to get into sort of do stuff yeah yeah because he just wouldn't he wouldn't he wouldn't relax I'm not like, you're going to relax anyway he, w- he wouldn't open up um, he was very impulsive and he didn't think about the consequences of his actions at all whatsoever which is going to become very apparent shortly and he also had an IQ of 76 as an adult not which bad which is almost puts him in the borderline retarded category well mine's mine's 72 <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello. He was a very simple fella. Yeah. He, he reminds me a bit like, um, you know, me? like a, a Casio calculator watch. It doesn't really do a lot. <laughs> did he look like what that it does as well? do? It did does well. A, did he have that for a face? 
It's a bit mighty boosh, isn't it? That? Yeah, that is mighty boosh. I'll start. Imagine that. It's, it must be him, Mike. Is, it's he's got, got is his face looks like a Casio. <laughs> yeah. So I think every time that you draw Joaquin now in, in the... Draw Casio. Go, go, Casio. It's got to be a man <laughs> with a Casio calculator I'm watch face. I'm going to do it. Gonna, oh, I need to buy one of those. They're wicked. <laughs> <laughs> they are wicked, aren't they? Casio watches. They because really his are. crimes went on for 20 years, the police thought they were dealing with a smart, sophisticated, psychopathic killer, when in reality, he was a socially inept retard with the same mental capacity as an eight-year-old child. And he got lucky as fuck, evading capture for decades. Because he's not smart. All this shit that you're going to hear is just pure. Luck. Pure luck. Yeah, pure luck. After leaving school, he worked on a farm with his family, helping out doing menial work because he, c- he couldn't do anything really uh, at about I think it was something like when he was about eight years old that he said that there was a, a turning point in his life which he indicates set him kind of down the path of murder okay I and like it and it's, it has a sexual link as it usually always it does it does doesn't it it's always like like something weird like he, he bumped into a, a, a person at the bus stop and they sort of Wanked him off or something. <laughs> and then suddenly he wants to murder millions of people. <laughs> Just bumped into someone. <laughs> Happens. Happens. <laughs> well on the reg, yeah. <laughs> In this instance, he mentions witnessing pigs being slaughtered on the farms and nice. the screams and, and the sounds of them helplessly did he, dying. Did he get a hard on? Well, yeah. Yeah. From that. Yeah, he really did. Silence of the pigs. <laughs> Silence of the pigs. <laughs> Watching them be mutilated gave him. He said that he like. He said the first time he saw it happening, he got a funny tingling feeling in his stomach. His heart started to race, and he could barely breathe. Now, to me, that sounds like you. you that's probably almost normal reactions. You're, you're maybe panicking or feeling uneasy or or scared at witnessing that. It sounds like it if your heart's racing, you can't breathe. But for some reason, something like it, the circuitry in his brain crossed, and that linked up with sexual release and from that point onwards that was the only way he could get off he just wanted to kill everyone and so he had to go and <coughs> visit the pigs to have, v- a, to yeah. have a wank basically. yeah where are you going <laughs> yeah yeah I'm going to the pigs <laughs> yeah 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 that was his porn there. that was no, his porn hub I want to go to the ones being mutilated I'll be like okay get out of the house <laughs> <laughs> you imagine yeah, change the locks <laughs> you imagine asking a child after you've just exposed them to uh, the slaughter of animals how do you feel what's that and he's like fucking Hard. Yeah. Ten I'll pole, mate. Have a look down here, mate. <laughs> yeah. I'll show you what this means to me. It's like the wrong operating s- software was uploaded into his mind. So he liked the farm lifestyle. He really enjoyed it. There's n- it's sort of um, you know a specific routine that he can follow each day. He knows his job. No unexpected surprises. He joined the Hitler Youth when he was ten years old. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. As you do. That's what happens. But even they... They kind of forced you, don't they? didn't they, though? They kind of tried to force people I'm to do sure. that. But, like, fair enough. I suppose. <laughs> people got forced to <laughs> quite a lot of shit back. Hard times. Yeah, back then. Um, and they even took the piss out of him. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. They were calling him weak, pussy. So, again, it's... it's kids, a- man. They're cruel. Wherever <laughs> you are. Especially the Hitler Especially youth. Especially the Hitler youth, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's doesn't cool. surprise me at all. Wasn't the one of the Pope in the Hitler youth? Which one was that? Probably. It wouldn't surprise me. Go on, Rob. <laughs> the German one, I'm guessing. <laughs> German Pope. Is that Ratzinger? <laughs> yeah. It was Ratzinger, wasn't it? I, I, I don't I know don't his know. name. Yeah, he would have he been, though, wouldn't he? The one that had to retire because he was ill. He was dying of cancer, even though he was alive still. 
And oh the, yes, the one, there might have been some the one that the one that had cancer. Yeah, and it was I think it was, could, in, was in it, inverted could, commas. Could there be something to do with the the children? Mm. The children, the children. Don't know. Not sure. Yeah, cared for them too much, mate. Yeah, really maybe. Really put his heart and soul into it. Hardcore care for them children. Or his arsehole into it. He had to leave. His arsehole into it. Because of this constant ridicule, he didn't socialise with anybody other than his mom, and he became massively intimidated by women, convinced they were mocking him, which I'm sure Chikatilo! He said the same thing as well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. He loved it, didn't he? He did. He was when he the one who was he was eating the stomachs while they were alive, weren't they? An Eastern, another Eastern block. Yeah, exactly. Chewing the guts out yeah. whilst they're alive. An Eastern block. Weird, isn't it? West side, east side. West side, east side. He did try with women on a few occasions, but because he was so what to have like sexual relations? Oh, he had sexual relations. No, like in a normal-ish capacity. I don't think he got that close to it. I think he was. Just at, at least attempting to speak to women, to talk to oh, them, to communicate. To see, yeah. And they and were they like, like, you're yeah. fucking weird. Fuck off. Everyone knows a weird person that you just go, hi, and try and keep away from. He's that person. It's going to get pretty fucking obvious as we go through this, but he never got married and he didn't have a girlfriend. Well, if he was a little scrawny fucker and he was in the woods a lot, I imagine he didn't get many girlfriends, except for the ones he murdered. He'd class them as girlfriends for about four seconds, probably, even though they were 12. Yeah. Well, he That's associates said, with yeah. them as well because of his mental age. Is he one of those who lies then? I love you. Yeah. <laughs> Whispering into their dead ear yeah. whilst he's hollowing them out. I just want to hold you. <laughs> Let me stroke your blood-matted hair. <laughs> oh, dear. He doted on his mum. There was nothing that indicated that this may have been the case, but he might have got a little too close to his mother. Oh, okay. So he had a, he had a go, basically. I don't know, but it sounds... Sounds suspiciously like he yeah. may have. Hmm, okay. So we can see that he needs help. You can, we can all see that. But unfortunately, it slipped through the net and um, it wasn't meant to be. And the catalyst for all of his murders was, unsurprisingly, the death of his mother, which again is often the case in, in, uh, in serial killer cases. There's something that starts and it's usually the death of the person that's holding them together. Yeah, yeah. And this came on the 21st of January, 1955. I couldn't find out how she died. I don't think it really matters. She just ends up dead. Yeah, I suppose. So I suppose both, his, both his parents were like, meh. Somehow they died. Yeah. Generally. Did people, I did look. Did I really tried hard to try and find out. It's literally impossible. Maybe just they just dropped down dead. You never know. Or he's done something to Some of our like German-speaking listeners probably just watch a documentary and say, it says here. But like, yeah, <laughs> I couldn't. But you couldn't hear it. <laughs> I could hear it, but I was like, no, perfectly don't. So two and a half to three weeks after his mum died, in the midst of what appeared to be some form of psychotic break, he uh, he killed for the first time, and the fucking ninth circle of hell opens up full on. And then he loved it. Oh yeah, he mate, like you're gonna find out just how much he loves this. Right, okay. Like, to a disturbing amount. On the 8th of February, 1955, when he was 22, Joachim attacked and killed 19-year-old woman called Ermgard Strell while, she was, whilst he was going for a walk near the village where he lived, which was called Wallstead, I believe. Okay, yeah. I pronounced that wrong. <coughs> Ermgard was pregnant. He didn't know this. It was early signs of pregnancy. So she wasn't, like, showing, but unfortunately she was. And she was also a runaway, which may have made her slightly more vulnerable. Some we don't know how he asked her to go to join him on his walk. Um, she agreed, and he killed her in a barn near his home. He probably 
planned this first murder. Not the victim, but the murder. The first first area for murder. Yeah, but she he went out that day thinking, yes, yes. I might murder someone. Yes, I think so. I think he'd been planning it. She just happened I'm, to yeah. be in the wrong place at the wrong time. I'm going to murder someone in that barn. Yeah. One of those. Yes, yes. He may have asked her for sex which I, I'm guessing she would have refused. Um, but what he did is he put her in a headlock. He did this with most of, of his victims. So he, he knows how to grapple a little bit there. He's sort of, you know, able to... He's a bit of a jiu-jitsu champion. Possibly, yeah. <laughs> and um, whilst he's got her in a headlock, he stabbed her in the neck and then he strangled her with her own bra. Right, okay, okay. So, so if you didn't survive the stabbing, if you survived the stabbing in the neck, the bra strangling was yeah. what's going to do it. Stabbing was to incapacitate you, to slow you down. I mean, in the neck, that's good. That's a, that's a, that's a kill shot, surely. It's <laughs> brutal. Least of your worries. And this, it gets really bad now. So if you don't want to hear gruesome shit, you're probably better off turning the whole podcast off for the rest <laughs> right, of the right. show. <laughs> so he stripped her naked. He then cut her open and he disemboweled her corpse. He mutilated her by biting her, stabbing her, and like ripping her skin and slashing her. It was, like, it was a frenzied attack. He treated her like an animal. No coincidence. In a barn. Yep. And once he killed her, he tried to have sex with her body, and he got, he was so fucking excited, he prematurely ejaculated, which I'm not sure is premature ejaculation. I think that's a whole different ball game, isn't it? Yeah, because well, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, it can if it's a dead body, does that does that matter? Does it mean he's premature or not? Because it's dead. <laughs> it's dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't know. We need to we need to know rules on this. <laughs> Before he left her body, it sounds like, according to what I could could find out that he, he pissed and shit on her as well so he really went so he really goes went to town for yeah, his first yeah. murderer yeah. you know first murder sorry you'd think you'd think he might have murdered her and gone oh well, shit had sex with her maybe then you know but the i don't even think that i reckon he, he might have just strangled her stabbed her and then gone when she's dead gone oh I, shit oh shit oh shit it, yeah, oh yeah. shit and then just done one but no no he went full out he went full out so he really enjoyed himself yeah he did he went he went well he went to town didn't he Full on to in town. Went to town in the barn. Let's just say this. He, he he found his way into town at this point. Yeah. He was like, oh, this is the road to town. I'm not quite there yet. Yeah, yeah. We'll get there shortly. We'll get there, we'll get there shortly. She was, her body was found two days later, and the police said it was an act of a, a sexual sadist. No fucking shit. Um, what was going on at this point is, is, is Joaquin realised he, he couldn't get fully hard unless he was committing extreme acts of violence yep. on, on helpless like, people. Up! Yeah, exactly, mate. The autopsy indicated violent rape and mutilation, which was carried out after death, which is horrendous. What men will do to get a hard-on. Yes. <laughs> it's like You're right. Re like, he's doing all of that shit to get a hard-on. Yeah, yep. And, and basically have sex. Yeah, like, God, it's mad. He did have other ways to... Um, Reach climax, which we'll get into a bit later on, which didn't involve killing people, but it, it wasn't satisfying for him. It was more like um, something that he did just to sort of stove off the bodies racking up. Let's just say. Oh, I've got too many. I don't know what to do with them all. <laughs> He's just like, well, I need to store these. Oh, I'll just eat them. <laughs> yeah. The most efficient way of doing it. That's quite like a lot to eat, though. I'm pretty sure you can't eat the whole lot. You can if you've got a freezer. Like Santa Clarita's eye, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the police questioned 68 local sex offenders. 68 local sex. How many were there? Jesus Christ. I mean, that ta don't freaking go and live in that town. Th Jesus. Yeah, I was just saying, yeah, is everyone a sex offender in that town? 
They all having a go. 32 were held as suspects and none of them were keen. Were, were keen. Um, there were no records of him because he'd not done anything wrong at this point. So the police had no idea that he even really existed. And he got away with it. As far as he could certain, he, he, you know, he was home and dry. If he'd stopped then, he probably would never have been found. But he got such a powerful and intense sexual release, he, he, couldn't, he couldn't stop himself. It was yeah. like a, ju- a drug for him. He had to carry on. Had ha- to do the yeah. murders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the cat's out of the bag now, so to speak. So there's conflicting information regarding his second victim, which was the following year in 1956. Um, potentially a 12-year-old girl, but most indication, most information indicates that he waited four years before killing again. And there's usually a gap between the, f- the first and the second murders yeah, yeah. in these cases. Uh, and then, um, you know, they get confident and then they're off to the races, ramp up the killing. And in Why ni- not? you got you got to up it each time. And to be honest, he set himself a high bar. Yeah, I was going to say, so he didn't make it, so it was easy for himself. No, he he should have just done a strangle and just left it as that for the first one. (laughs) (laughs) And then the next one, he could have gone for a strangle and a stab. And then (laughs) then we could have built it up that way, do you know what I mean? Go for a strangle, stab, wank. Yeah, yeah. And then, then, yeah, but he's he's really gone for it for the first go. Yeah. I've got to say. It's going to be difficult to to top this. Yeah, it is. It's going to be very hard. But I'm, I'm guessing he manages to do that. Yeah, another 13 times. (laughs) (laughs) Guy tops it 13 (laughs) more times, Jesus. In 1957, Joaquin moves to Duisburg, where he lived for 20 years until his arrest. He had various jobs. Um, one of the mo- I say the most notable one probably isn't, but there was a, a tale attached to it. He worked as a, a toilet attendant in a steelworks and, be- and befriended a cat when he was there. And um, I think he took the cat home. Oh, don't, don't, yeah. don't. As you're fussing I've a cat. I've got a cat on my lap, don't. He said he got that <laughs> strange, tingly feeling in his stomach whilst fussing his cat and uh no i can't decided to strangle it and then well if you've got a dead animal might as well try and eat it as well i'm surprised he didn't try and fuck it as well may well have done mate may well have done they said he's probably got a small pecker it probably fit in anyway (laughs) (laughs) oh my god (laughs) he lived alone for quite a bit of his life he did have a flatmate on a few occasions at one point the um (laughs) did he kill him well no his (laughs) flatmate moved out started a, a family and even asked Asked um, Kroll to look after his baby. Ch- oh my god! He, do, he didn't touch it. Did oh really? not. Yeah, I think that's probably self-preservation. That's it's I too obvious. Oh yeah, I think he he knows the score there. He knows if their child goes missing, they're going to go, mate. It's you. So yeah, he's yeah, gone. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to stay away from this one as much as I want to. Like like strangle and stab him and you know rape the dead corpse and eat him. I can't. Just can't. I have to do that. In the have bushes. to do it with someone else. So the information from this period of his life is a, is a bit scarce. Uh, Joaquin couldn't really remember most things in his past. It was full of gaps because he was stupid, a bit, you know, challenged. Um, could be intentional. He might have been doing that to throw the police off. Yeah. Um, but whatever, man. On the 24th of March, 1959, Joaquin attacked a 23-year-old woman called Erica. Now, there's not much information on her. I think Erica's kind of like a Jane Doe type name. She actually fought back and survived and, and escaped. Um, but That's b- so, <coughs> pattern here, he started to he started <coughs> off with older women and one fought back. I wonder if next one will be younger. He, rea- he realised there's, realized a, there's an easy a way to do his job. The older they are, the more likely they are to s- fight back. Well, yeah, the younger girls are easy to manhandle. Yeah, yeah. It's as simple as that. Work smart, not hard. He wasn't deterred by getting fucked up by this girl and he regrouped two months later and it was on the 16th of June 1959 Joaquin kills a woman called 
Clara Tesma. She was out walking in Rheinhausen. Again, I don't know what he said to her to get her attention. Probably just fancy a fuck or whatever. He grabbed her, dragged her down a riverbank, tried to undress her, but she fought back. So he strangled her to death while she was fighting for her life, apparently. He remembers that. She was proper beating him up. Mm. Uh, imagine that. That's the last thing you see. That's happening to you. And you're like, Christ. Is this it's fucking real? Yeah, that's it. I, I just c- you can't imagine it happening, can you? No. Because no. it hasn't happened to us, I suppose. So you don't, do you? But like, when you know, you, well, I suppose you just try and do your best to get out of it because you know yeah. your brain must to. click at some point and go, I'm going to die here yeah. if I don't do something. So I've got to try. After he killed her, he had sex with a corpse. Um, by the river? Yep. By the river. And then using a big ass knife, which he carried with him, he cut pieces of flesh off her buttocks and thighs, put them in greaseproof paper and then took them home for dinner. And she was found the next day by a group of mm. young lads who were playing on the riverbank, which must have been delightful for them. Yeah. And the murder of Clara and Ermgrad are almost identical, strangled. Apart from the second one, there was chunks of flesh removed. Now, this is for the first time, and not the last time, police scrutiny at this point is directed to the wrong person. A dude called Heinrich Ott got arrested for Clara's murder and also the murders of a few other people in the area which weren't... Mm associated with Kroll. So there's a lot of murders going down. Yeah. He actually hung himself in prison whilst awaiting trial, which isn't the actions of an innocent man. And, no, police, no. and the police thought he was responsible because he killed himself, and they were like, brilliant, that must be him. Why He's got to be done. Happy, let's carry on. One of those, yeah. Not He's gone now. Not so, though, <laughs> because mm. our man's still on the outside doing whatever the hell he wants. So in a way, Heinrich Ott's suicide is, is, is blood on, on Kroll's hand, isn't it? Well, yeah, really, because obviously whatever, he must have been fucked up in the head for him to do it, to kill himself, but obviously he's, I don't know, it's just, I suppose some people just do, they just go, well, I'm not getting out of this, even though they haven't done it. I suspect he he had a past, let's say, that the police yeah, were maybe, yeah, uncover, like and he was like, fuck it, I'm out, I'll yeah. just kill myself. Yeah, you wouldn't just, <coughs> if you were completely innocent, you wouldn't just kill yourself, would you? No. He's clearly got something he's done, you know, that's that he feels he's going to get done for anyway. So even though he hadn't done what he was captured, f- you know, found yeah. for. He wasn't responsible for that murder. He wasn't murder. responsible for that murder, but, you know, it's a lot to kill yourself. Unless the he was just that mentally ta- un- unhinged anyway. Maybe, maybe. That's probably why they picked him though, isn't it? Like you say, it's like they've picked him because obviously he's mentally fucked and they've gone, well, we'll just say it's him because he's, he looks mental. Compared to, you he know. looks mental. Yeah, yeah. Fucking mental. You're mental, mate. I think what we've got to do now, refill that coffee, take a break, come back, go through some horrible murders. Sticking good. Feeling invincible, because people are getting busted left, right and centre, and incredibly horny. Just over a month later, on the 26th of July, 1959, he attacked a 16-year-old girl called Manuela Knott. And again, she was strangled to death, and police start to see a pattern emerging. Evidence suggests that he had sex with a corpse. 
He'd cut her open and he'd also removed steak-sized pieces of flesh from her ass and from her leg. Nice. But meat's expensive. Yeah, ass and leg meat, I imagine, taste quite nice. That apparently is a, is um, a favourite of the cannibal. Fish, fish like um, what was his name? Albert Fish. Yeah. He, he liked I'm the ass, didn't he? I'm yeah. quite surprised. It's like it feels to me like <coughs> that wouldn't be like the most tender. Where part. would be the most tender? It'd be like a veal. Well, That's how a, I imagine like a it. It's like well-worked muscle, though. The ass, isn't it? It's so f- it's fatty. It's it's um. Uh, where, I, where I, imagine, I imagine it'd be like veal, like a little cow, like which doesn't move, but the thigh. And you, your back of your legs and stuff will be nice, like like be like Venice, Venison. Venice, Venison. They'll be like Venice. Venice. <laughs> be like Venice, the place. <laughs> Venison like tourist attraction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I reckon. So I reckon you have veal. Your ass would taste like veal, and your back of your legs would taste like Venice. <laughs> <laughs> it must have been an, such an intense rush for him because, as well as having sex and ejaculating inside her dead body, he masturbated on her face. Her hair, her disemboweled abdomen, and her <coughs> genitals. There was so much sperm that cops thought that there was a, a gang of sadistic, necrophilic murderers on the rampage. So he just sort of kept coming back and doing it. And so did he have sex ba- with them like pretty immediately after killing them? Yes. So they're like pretty. They still feel like a sleeping woman. I mean, it's not like digging up a dead if body. A s- that's if you're like happy with a sleeping woman that's cut open, yeah. No, but I'm just saying, like, it's still with no arms. It's still like. <laughs> Feels like having sex with something that's alive because yeah, he it's did, yeah fresh. He, d- he didn't do a Bundy. He didn't, he didn't like dig him up and then like no he didn't even bury him. He didn't bury him. He just fucked him up and then went. Let's have sex with this twenty-year-old dead buddy. Nice. Yeah. So he didn't ret- he didn't leave and return and then wank on it. He just did it all in one go. He was that turned on. It was just a continuous sort of spunk fest. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> So, so there's another s- stroke of luck here for our man. For some unknown reason, a man whose name I couldn't find, who also seems to be dumber than Joaquin Kroll, walks into the police station and confesses to her murder, to Manuel's murder. I mean, mate, what the fuck are you doing? So he, he um, w- this this drew a confession from him, and like police were like, y- y- "You'll do," because he'd admitted it. Yeah, yeah. So and he, he was. So he, they're thinking, "Oh, yeah, he's sorted. He's just admitted it. Why? Yeah. Why would you admit it though? Why?" Well, this fellow was sentenced... I can't find his name. It pissed me off. But anyway, he was sentenced to eight years in prison for child murder. Eight years. Let's say that again. Eight years for child murder. So if you go out... Murder disembowel, child, you get, yeah, you and then get eight years. Cover them in spunk. You can, Eight years. That's all right. That's, yeah, Some that people would probably pay for that price, worth, wouldn't that's they? That's worth the... Uh, worth the, worth the <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Let's carry on. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently he was released after five years due to lack of evidence. So they banged him in the pokey and then they were like, y- you didn't do this. And he was like, yes, I did. <laughs> they were like, no, I, did. <laughs> I did it all. So by now, Joaquin Kroll was confident as fuck because some of the cunts just going to get the blame and get banged up. Always does. And he feels his method works. So whenever he gets that tingly feeling in his tummy, he goes out murdering. Tingly feeling. I know how you try to like, lighten that up. Tingly feeling in ting- his tummy. <laughs> Yeah. Sounds like sounds like you're doing a kid's story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're sitting comfortably. <laughs> His pattern was so erratic, he, he couldn't be traced. And I don't think that was by design to throw the police off. He was just a lucky retard. That's just all it was. On the 23rd of April 1962, 13-year-old girl called Petra Geese was on her way home from a fair in Dinslaken Brackenhausen. I'm just going to say, there's some great names. Brilliant. They are brilliant, aren't they? (laughs) Some awesome names. Apparently, she got separated from her mates during a shortcut through the woods. 
where Uncle Joaquin was Uncle waiting. Joaquin. Oh God! And she was attacked and strangled with her own scarf. Where did he? Where did that name come from? Uncle Wiki. The, you'll find out in a oh, bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, she um, when he when he killed her, he, he obviously he raped her, and she too had chunks of flesh missing missing from her her buttocks and her thighs. Her right arm and hand also had pieces of flesh stripped from it, and horrifically, she was missing her entire left arm. Just Ooh. completely just whole just like gone. Yeah, just chopped off. Oh, I want to take some home. Did he take it home? Yeah, just use it as like a telescopic wanking tool. <laughs> 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 Less than two months later, on the 4th of June, 1962, 12-year-old Monica Tefal was murdered on her way to school, a matter of miles away from where Petra was killed. So th- this is two children of very similar ages getting killed very, very close to each other. Surely connections would be made, you'd yes, think. Yes, you'd think so, wouldn't you? Especially when you consider she has also had pieces of flesh removed from her body, from her, from her buttocks, her thighs. Um, and evidence suggests that he ate some of her flesh at the scene, raw, like biting it off her body. Like oh, so, so far he's took it away. Yes, he has. And yeah, cooked, and probably cooked it. Yeah. Yes, and and this girl, she uh, Monica had what looked like bite marks, like he's so biting, he's like in, ang- biting ang- into ang- and just ripping ang- it out ang- like an animal. So despite the obvious similarities, police failed to connect the crimes, <laughs> which is failed sh- to connect the crimes. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> are you serious? Another two men were arrested and convicted. Right. Holy shit. One was a known paedophile called Walter Quicker. He was convicted for... Walter Quicker. He was uh, convicted (laughs) for um, Monica's murder, and he was eventually released from prison. uh, I don't think... Yeah, he was released from prison, but he he killed himself due to pressures from the public, just like ridiculing him. Saying it's him. Yeah, and he killed himself in the woods where her body was found. Nice. Uh, and another guy, another nonce. Also, also makes it look suspicious. Yeah, like I was going to say suspicious AF because, you know, oh, I'm just going to go to the same place. It's like, it's weird, it? it's like, he's, co- yeah, it's like he's contemplating he's like, he's something like, that he hasn't done, but but he's like, I think he's just trying to make done. a serious point there, isn't he? He's like, fuck you guys, I did not do this, but I'm going to kill myself here just to show. <laughs> <laughs> another nonce called Vincenz Kuhn was sentenced to 12 years for the murder of Petra and he got out after six again. 12 years for child murder. Yeah, it's up to a bit, though. <laughs> so what? So what? <laughs> it start, it start, if it's child start murder, it's like, oh, they're only small, so you only get half the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so half the, maybe that's what they do. Measure them, they go, yeah. right, this one's like very the, small, so it's only four only, years. Yeah, this one was only four foot tall. You only get four years for well, that Well, this one, one had gigantism. You're going to prison forever. Yeah, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> baby next time. <laughs> but did it. So meanwhile, Joaquin's loving this. Free reign of terror. He's like, people yeah, just, just keep getting put in prison. Yeah, he's getting... Um, I'm, like, I'm like invincible. Yeah, I'm getting That's away with this shit and I'm not even smart. <laughs> yeah. On the 3rd of September 1962, a 12-year-old girl called Barbara Bruder vanished. Her body was never found, which is disturbing considering we know what we do know I feel now. Like, I feel like his location really helped him out because apparently like all the paedophiles live there. So he's just got yeah, yeah. shitloads of people that are just t- taking the rap for it's him. It's like he's tactically decided, yeah. you know, where's the most paedophilic town? Do you reckon he had Google back then? Typed in, what's the most paedophilic <laughs> town in Germany? He had, he had Google. <laughs> he didn't have Google Earth, he had Google pedo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's got to be this town. Well, we'll go there and we'll do a lot of murders. We'll do a few murders and get away with it. So whilst all this carnage is going down, Joaquim is living on his own. And he starts to entice children into his flat with like toys and sweets and shit like that. And well he always lo- gone Hansel and Gretel on them. Yeah. He, well, he loved the attention you see that they gave him because he relates to them because he's still a child in his mind, um, which, which is terrifying. When that you a think child about think it. like 
in his mu- yeah, would a child think to do all that shit though? Well, they they're innocent. So. They just say, oh, we're going around his house. He's really friendly. Is he he's like, got is he toys like friend- and, and. Did he and think he was was wasn't doing anything wrong? Or he feels like if he's taken, going, yes, these people are taking the rap for me. He does know what he's doing is wrong. He knew what he was doing was wrong, but he didn't know how severe it was. I think that's what I get from bits so that appear th- at that the end. That point in his brain's gone missing. He knows it's wrong, but he doesn't know why. Don't know the so severity wrong. of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like how wrong what he's doing. Yeah. Actually this is. is where he gets that his name, Uncle Joaquin, because the kids were going around oh. his house. Parents were letting their children go openly. Oh my God! It's like. No threat. <laughs> it's like Joe Michael Jackson. Is that you? Well, yeah, like a real <laughs> bad version. No threat at all. <laughs> but obviously, we know otherwise. After his arrest, police obviously went into his flat and found that it was full of sex toys, including rubber sex dolls, which he used to practice killing children, which is fucking horrible. Use them for sexual release too, because he knew that every time he got that tingly feeling, he couldn't go out and kill someone because the bodies would be racking up. I mean, that's. Every time he wanted a wank, he had to kill somebody. Yeah, well, he had to, didn't he? That's the only way for him to, to, to actually finish off what he wanted. So with the dolls, it kind of ate like a masturbation so what, aid. So he was able to get off well, what with, he, a, with a rubber doll. What he used to do But then he had to kill people. Uh, surely you'd just be like, rubber doll? Like, should I just use this rubber doll? Nah, man, it nah. wasn't quite the, wasn't same. the same. What he used to do is he used to strangle the doll with one hand and then wank with the other one. That was just his standard. He I loved love it. I love how you're like acting it out, right? Of course now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to do the uh, you got to do the hand movements. And then he'd batter the fuck out of the dolls afterwards. And, and sometimes the dolls. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. after murdering children, he'd come home still horny, fuck the dolls, and then reenact the murder scenes and get off again, dressing the dolls up with the clothes from the kids that he'd just murdered. Oh, okay. So it's sort of like some some relation there to the doll to the thing he just killed. Okay, fair enough. How mm. creepy is that? Yeah, it's pretty creepy. It's fucking ho- awful, man. <laughs> Just, I'd say it's about four on the creepy scale. <laughs> <laughs> what, what does it go up to, though? Ten um, or five? There's no 25. top. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. It's about four. Yeah. It, can, it can keep going. The, yeah, it, the, the, <laughs> the top end of the creepy scale always moves. It's, <laughs> yeah. never, it's, never, it's, ne- it's never set because it just gets creepier. It's like the Richter scale. You can, you can get like a ten and then suddenly someone else comes on. You're like, well, that's a twelve, so we've got to keep it going now. So I imagine fucking a doll is, is close to necrophilia in, in his mind. You know, a body that's unresponsive and he can do whatever he wants but it didn't satisfy his urges fully and also how shit are sex dolls in the 1960s imagine yeah, like t- a, yeah they're like the ones today that like like look exactly like a person they just be like well they you know that the one out again just you know, a bin bag with a face ho- painting only on fools and horses reference but <laughs> yeah. you know like the blow up doll with the like round mouth yeah. <laughs> they're classic show they are not they with the really shit hair <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it'd be sharp around the penis as well. I would imagine. <laughs> yeah, you're like you know that you like you know when you get a blow up like thing and it's got that sharp edge. <laughs> yeah, and I can imagine it got like plasters of crosses on it, like like sticky plasters. Yeah, because you po- you've like you punctured it along the way. <laughs> you stabbed it too many times. <laughs> yeah. It'd have massive duct tape patches over its chest. It just, just, it just look like a, its a duct have been cut off. <laughs> They'd just be like a duct tape doll. Yeah. That's it. There'd be nothing left. Yeah, just wait, completely wait, covered wow, in how duct did tape. you make that doll out of duct tape? Wow. Is that a Fred <laughs> Rest replica? Because it looks like a victim. One of his he used to cover them all in duct tape, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. So there was a three-year gap between Barbara Bruder's murder and his next killing. So it's unlikely he stopped. He was probably active and either can't remember or has chosen not to tell. Uh, but I wasn't going to... Co- I said this to you. I didn't want to cover all his murders because, yeah, because I was just 14. Many. But you, you can't miss them out. It's just, it gives you an insight into, into how the, the killings escalated and also to, to how his, his, his mind worked and how, how fucked up it became. And I, so 
I'm not going to skip them, but what we'll do is we'll we'll go through them reasonably quickly. Okay. So use this as kind of like if you're interested. It's like quick fire murder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> quick fire murder question time. She <laughs> put some music in there. So on the 22nd... <laughs> find, insert, find, soundtrack. <laughs> so on the 22nd of August, 1965, Joaquin Kroll killed again in a radically different style this this time. So it's like he's in his... He's, in his, uh, he's getting bored. So he's in his Sergeant Pepper era. He's, yeah, he's getting bored. He's trying new material yeah. out. <laughs> he's trying new material out. For the first and only time, he killed a man. Only because the dude got in his way. Uh, and he nearly got caught, actually, and was almost killed in the chaos. Well, so this guy was—was was he trying to like help the woman he was going for or something? No, no. He, he just got—he just got in his way. Away, then? You'll just find like out. Literally, like, oh, you all stood in front of me, so I'm going to kill you. Pretty much. Instead of just pushing him out of the way. <laughs> Pretty much, almost, yeah. Um, we know this—all this happened for sure because there was a witness. There was somebody survived. Can I get a witness? Herman Schmidt. He was 25, and his girlfriend, Marion Veen, were getting their poon on down as Lover's Lane, as out you in the sticks. Oh, so he was he pooning someone, and that's how he got in the way? He, well, he was, yeah. He was pooning he, the woman he wanted to kill. Yeah, yeah. Ha oh. Herman was trying his luck up her Schmitter, I think, at the time. <laughs> <laughs> and Kroll, who we can assume was out patrolling for victims, spotted the car rocking and a bit of steam or whatever, and he got really, really worked up. Because there's somebody in there having sex. He's probably never seen real it's sex like with a living like person creepy scale maybe going up a few yeah absolutely yeah so he thought you know what she's my next victim i'm gonna kill her but in order to get to marion he had to get rid of herman so he creeps up to the car stab the car tire just let it down as you do to try and get well obviously cause herman to get out of the car and investigate what the fuck's going on when he did, he immediately stabbed him several times in the chest, neck, and heart. Marion, his girlfriend, is she's fucking obviously seeing this because she's sitting there. In the car, yeah. She leans over, smashes the horn. I think she wedged like a, a hair clip into the side of the horn. It sounds like she had loads of time, but like put a hair clip into the horn to force it to stay on. Then she jumped into the... That's, that's smart, that is. Yeah, she's <laughs> very smart, yeah. And then she speeds off, leaving this... Well, her Herman Schmerman and Herman Schmitter. Herman, Herman Schmitting some woman. She left Herman up the Schmitter on the road because he was he was fucked and, and she tried to knock Kroll over because he was trying to flag her down. Uh, well, she said he was. He looked like he was trying to flag her down. He wasn't. He was trying to kill you and eat you. Oh, so we didn't. Right. Sorry, didn't get to the woman then. No, so no, she no. She drove off. She drove oh, off. Right, yeah, right, yeah. Right. Um, Herman's body was left untouched when the police got to the scene. He, he only wanted women. He didn't. Yeah, want he wasn't men. interested in having a bit of bit of. You didn't want any cockles. Yeah, he didn't want a ball bag for the dinner. She gave a brilliant description, but the police got nowhere with it, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. She tried to run him over. He was standing there. She was like, and he just dived out of the way. He got out of the way. Side swiped hair. That's it, yeah. Little weasel man. Horrible little weasel. Cock out. Bow tie, maybe? <laughs> yeah, That'd be tie. quite cool. A bow, a bow tie, a bow tie and a, and a, a checkered t-shirt, I can yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe it maybe has, uh, I don't know, um, uh, some like a, a, weird, like something, something weird in his top pocket that you can see and everyone goes, what's that? Yeah. It's not a knife, that, it's just something like weird, really maybe odd. It, maybe it's a, a flesh a chief. A flesh a chief, yeah. <coughs> where he ha holds his meat. Yeah, yeah a hanky, made, like out like a hanky made out of skin. Yeah, you know when people have cake. <laughs> and you know, when, you know okay, does anyone in else in the world call them hankies other than the UK? <laughs> I don't know. No. Have you got a hanky in your pocket? <laughs> that is. Why are people carrying around like material 
filled with snot, with snot in their pocket. Gross. Like, oh, I'm going to blow my nose. I've got a cold. Fill it with snot. And then, oh, I'll just put that back in my pocket. Yeah, I had this in there yesterday. That's disgusting. Two day old <laughs> snot on it. So he, ch- he tried. Um, this apparently scared him. This brush with death. It sort of made him realise that shit could go wrong and he wasn't really in control and this sort of right. foray, his Sergeant Pepper era. He got <coughs> close to, to being caught big time, didn't yeah. he then? His and album, being killed. The album didn't even chart this time, so he was like, fuck, we need to yeah. go back to yeah. you know, solid music. Yeah, then we, we need to go back to basics now. Back to basics. Come on, lads. So a year later, The Urge to Kill again came and he was out of control and this was on the 13th of September 1966. He attacked and he raped, murdered and mutilated... 20-year-old Ursula Rowling. Oh, so he's back on it again. So he's, you know, he's gone back to the usual. He's gone back to basics. Yep. And this, okay. is a, this is a tragic case because she'd spent her final evening with her fiancé planning, planning a marriage um, to, I think his name was Adolf Schickel. Um, and because he was the last person to see her alive and the autopsy showed that she, she, um, there was no signs of, res- of re- resisting rape, yeah. which made it look like it was consensual, that's because she was dead. That's why there was no signs, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah, like I do wonder, can they tell if if it's so fresh before or after? It's if it was it before that she had that he had sex with her, or after she died? He after. Can they tell that though? Post. Yeah, I th- I'm guessing that, um, maybe not in 1966, yeah. but definitely now. Yeah, 100. percent um, But because he was. Because all th- there was no signs of, of, of resisting the rape, he, he was number one suspect. And after weeks of police questioning and interrogation, and also you got to remember family and friends f- know the horrific details of this poor girl's injuries. Yeah. Um, he thought, you know, my life's over. I didn't do this. Everyone thinks it's me. They're trying to pin it on me. So he committed suicide. Which oh is God, they love committing suicide, uh-huh, don't yeah. they? It's, it's, it's all of them so far. Is there some sort of like weird thing in German courts? If you're innocent, you commit suicide. Bad, isn't it? So it means a few men died because of because of Kroll. So we got Hermann Schmidt. He Who was actually got killed. He got stabbed. Him. Yeah, uh, indirectly. Adolf Schickel suicide threw himself off a bridge. Heinrich Ott hung himself, as did Walter Crooker. So basically, he's, he's accountable for their murders as well, in my mind. Yes, there's blood on his hands for sure. So he's. So he's starting to hunt for younger and younger girls. I, I, I think he, you know, the foray with um, get, nearly getting run over, it's it's put him off adults because they seem yeah, to be. Yeah, yeah. They're they like they can fight back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. because so, he like he associates the innocence and, and helplessness of children with the innocence and helplessness of those pigs being slaughtered. It all harks back. The silence of the pigs. All, har- the pigs. all harks back to the second picture of my drawing. Yeah, yeah. On the uh, the cartoon, yeah, uh, the, yeah. the comic strip that Rob is right, um, he's been working here. very hard on that. I'm he is. Tell you. This is what we do, man. Yeah, yeah. On the twenty second of December, nineteen sixty six, it's horrible. Five year old Ilona Hark was led five miles away from her house on a train and drowned in a ditch. Apparently, Joaquin Kroll held her head under the water by the sounds of it, whilst raping her at the same time. And he told police that he wanted to see what it was like, what it felt like just to, to drown somebody. So he did it to a five-year-old girl. Police, police initially thought that the, the death was an accidental drowning. What? But post-mortem revealed that she'd obviously been raped and portions of her flesh had been cut from her body. I mean, d- honestly, like, oh, yes, this girl drowned. Yeah. Um, she got a big gigantic steak off missing off well, her ass. Well, you don't notice that? That's <laughs> what happens when you drown. But if your yeah, skin just flies just off. Yeah, just fly off. Just yeah, blows yeah. off. <laughs> yeah. She's <laughs> missing her left ass cheek. Accidental drowning. She gets sliced <laughs> off. Like, and also, very, very, you know. And also, she's five. 
Yeah. And she was led off a train and she's five yeah, miles five across town. And she's in a puddle, basically. Yeah. Like, where did you get that far away With from no arse. Yeah. <laughs> Accidental drowning. Unbelievable. What? I mean, the Nine. police here are really good, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, just like, should we just blame it on someone so they kill themselves and then we start again next and time? And then just give them four years for child murder. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're going to measure this one. It's quite small, so three years, I reckon, for this one. Maybe, you know, if it was bigger, ten years. <laughs> in uh, June 1967, Joaquin Kroll led 10-year-old Gabriella Putman into a field, um, said he was going to show her a rabbit, as you do. As you do. It depends what sort of rabbit it was. Yeah, well, show you my rabbit. It was a Could rampant it? one, because yeah. he showed her a porn mag, and apparently she fainted in shock. Oh, my God. So when she was out cold, he strangled her, and she got really, really fucking lucky, because in the midst of strangling, um, there was a, a local mine, and a siren went off, which was an indicated shift change. And lad started filing out and he was like, fuck, see yeah, ya, because yeah. there's people coming out into the woods. Oh, and he just left her there. Yeah, he left her there and, sh- and she survived. Um, and uh, her parents didn't report this for over nine years until his, his, his arrest, which is fucking... What? Like, what? What? <laughs> it also makes you wonder how many of his victims were alive when he disemboweled them because this girl su- survived. I yeah. don't think he... Well, yeah, do, like, is he strangling them to, like, just passing out? Who knows? And then not or not fully doing it, you know what I mean, the whole time? Who knows? In uh, On the 12th of July, 1969, he kills his oldest victim, which was a 60-year-old woman called Maria Hetgen. Um, this time, Kroll breaks into a house, which is really, really pushing the boundaries here. He strangled her in the hall, and then he raped her, her corpse just out in the lobby, which is insane. Imagine just... Coming home with your shopping, opening the door, and then just it's seeing a man going, <laughs> fucking a, a dead woman. Yeah, Holy that'd, be, fuck. That'd, that'd um, be pretty freaky. Yeah. I've got to say, my Friday wouldn't be very good if I walked <laughs> yeah, into that. It's bad Friday. Ruin your day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ruin my Friday. <laughs> Killed her because of her age, I think. Just wanted to try a MILF in his own way. Hmm. On the 21st of May, 1970, 13 year old Jutta Ran, she was murdered. And again, shockingly, this leads to a wrongful arrest. And a scaling back of the police search. Um, a dude called Peter Shea was arrested. He spent 15 months in prison before being released due Why to lack of evidence. Why is there an Irish man there? <laughs> <laughs> he actually confessed. Did he? To not doing it? Or I think that's what I'd say. I confessed, I confessed <laughs> to not doing it. That's what I'd say. I think it was, me. I think they were like, you're going to court. We know you did it. And he was, this is like a, maybe to lower the sentence. That's the only way I could see. Oh, like, yeah, I'm, yeah. My back's against the wall. There's nothing I can do. I've got to agree, yeah. Maybe yeah, maybe it's a bit hardcore back then. Basically, that's why they're killing themselves because it's really brutal. Like whatever happens to them, because they if they say no, it's going to get worse for them. Maybe I don't know something weird like maybe. So there was a gap of about six years here. Now, according to Kroll, he said there were there were no murders, which I find hard to believe. Um, it it could be he's saying that to confuse the police. It could be that he can't remember. But I, d- I don't think he's he's that smart. No. Um, so during his his gap years, let's just call them, he became like a community figure, helping, caring for children, Obviously. volunteering to watch oh, them play. Oh, okay. Because he was a harmless, lonely, middle-aged man. He's sweet. He's always there to help. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. On the 8th of May, 1976, so we moved forward in years, 10-year-old Corinne Topher was raped and strangled on her way to school. Again, pieces of flesh removed, we can assume, for consumption. So we, we know that this is happening, and police have seen all this in the, in the same area. Yeah. Girls are all the same age. There's a very m- yeah, and the thing is, the fact that it's all in one area, 
you know, you would you would imagine that um, that maybe that guy is in that area. <laughs> yeah. They twig that maybe. Yeah, you'd think but they're so, arresting dudes as well, though, aren't they? But Who like were say, he's picked the right area, didn't he? Apparently so. Quite so. a paedophilic town, apparently. You'd just be like this, wouldn't you? I, 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 in the police, if I was the police officers, I'd go, do you know what? We arrested you. Don't even bother confessing to it because we know it's not you. <laughs> We're just keeping you here now just because everything's gone backwards and no yeah. one quite knows what's going on. I think the, pl- <laughs> the police got smashed when this actual came to court. Yeah, like, mean, what the fuck? Like, yeah, what yeah. the actual fuck? What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. So before we go into his final murder and apprehension, we have to explain that uh, Joaquin Kroll underwent some surgery on, I think there were some fucked up veins in his legs, and the recovery process was slow and made him less mobile. So he couldn't really travel as much. Because of this, he was forced to kill. I mean, forced, you have to. Forced, forced, if forced you, to kill yeah. closer to home. And this led to an, a mistake which led to his arrest oh, and okay. how he got busted. On the 3rd of July 1976, he killed his youngest victim, which is a four-year-old girl called Marion Ketter. It's just awful, isn't it? A four-year-old yeah. girl. I think it just makes it so bad that it is mostly like little... Young girls that he's killing. It's well, like because most of them do. Most of these murderers do that, and I suppose yeah. it makes sense. I know it's bad to say that, but I mean it's to go for an easy target. It just makes sense, you know. Yeah. I mean, if you if you can if you can do something easier, uh, you know, yeah, you would, course, wouldn't yeah. you? Well, he's he's a predator in in the yeah, truest I mean, like sense because he's like you see tigers and lions attacking. You know, young yeah, zebras or whatever. The thing is, it's obvious that you know he is, like you say, he's a weak little man, and he's had some issues with adults, like fighting back. Mm-hmm. So going for kids, it's like the only thing he can yeah. overpower is just hunting. a young little child. Take the ones that are going to cause yeah, less the problems. Yeah, e- the easy picks, which is what they are, aren't they? They're vulnerable yeah. and small and not very strong. Well, Marion lived really close to him. I think she was like either in the same apartment block or the one near him. But he, but he knew her. He'd watched her play. So that's how he got access to her. Um, he, uh, she vanished at a local park. Not, I don't, well, obviously under his watch, but, but whether he'd actually volunteered to go and watch them, I don't know. But she disappeared. It's horrendous. Her parents reported her missing straight away and police began a search. Now, the following day, the 4th of July, a neighbour was heading to the communal toilets, which sounds... Um, Delightful. Bit of cottaging. <coughs> yeah, probably. <coughs> and um, literally bumped into uh, Joaquin Kroll, who said, sorry, mate, you can't use the toilets. They're blocked. The neighbour said, okay, blocked. What, what are they blocked with? And I kid you not, he openly said, they're blocked with guts. He didn't even try and hide it. The neighbour was like, what, what are you on about? Went in and had a look into the bowl. And um, yeah, it was filled with red water and what appeared to be fatty skin and like chunks of was he covered in blood just going oh, it's a nightmare yeah, he just walked past him I'm on the really way really trying I called um, I called uh, dial a drain but they're <laughs> not coming out dial a drain <laughs> the neighbour leaves the apartment obviously in a bit of a state and bumps into police who were doing door to door searches looking for four year old Mariam um, now the dude tells the police what Kroll had just said and what he'd seen down the toilet and police were like yes we're going to go and have a look at that forensics like, wh- arrived why, why would you invite his neighbour in to look at that he didn't invite his oh. neighbour in. It was a communal toilet. Oh, sorry. Right, right, right. And he was going for it, going for a, a dump. And he went, nah, don't use that. It's blocked. Blocked with what? Guts. <laughs> Why would you put him in a communal toilet? You'll find out. I suppose it's better than putting it down your own toilet because, you know. He didn't have one. Th- well, yeah, but if you did have a, your own toilet, 
and someone came along and you know, there's guts in there. There's no way of going, do you know what? I just walked in and it was like this, Your Honour. Yeah, that, 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 that weren't me. <laughs> Your Honour, it was like that when I walked in. Well, he's br- <laughs> he just thinks he's going to get away with it. So forensics arrive, they tape off the area and a plumber removes the waste pipe and inside they flush out a heart, intestines, both kidneys a pair and a pair of lungs all belonging to a small child by their size. Kroll watched this happen down the hallway. I mean, he's looking out the fucking door of his apartment, going, oh, look at all that. Didn't, didn't even try and hide. And the police are like, what the actual fuck is going down? We're going to go and have word. And so they knocked on his door. When he answered, the feds noticed a smell of a home-cooked meal wafting out. Um, Kroll had told them that he killed a rabbit and he'd flushed its guts down the toilets. That was his excuse. And they were like, no, mate. No, mate. So is he just flushing the bits he doesn't want away? Yeah. Is that what he's doing? Okay. I said, you need to let us in. We need to have a look around. Awful. Yeah, guts and shit. So they (laughs) followed their nose into the kitchen and they found a pot of stew simmering on the cooker. Nice. They grabbed a spoon or some sort of utensil. Did they try it? Stirred it up and a child's hand. Oh, my God. God. <laughs> nice. So it's, it's, it is like a horror movie, isn't it? It's that literally is? like a hand just... He didn't even. Tr- he didn't try and hide it. He told them that it was part of that missing girl. He said, yeah, yeah, that's her hand. Sorry. Uh, he even opened up the freezer for the police, which contained bags of her flesh, uh, frozen for further use. And there was also plates of meat just sort of oh. in the fridge. <laughs> Ready to be fried up and eat, eaten. The um, lovely. The kitchen sink was blocked with uh, with intestines and innards, which is probably the reasons why he used the communal God, toilet. Like, yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> he, he, this is where his non-smarts is coming out, isn't it? It's like, I, d- yeah, clearly, mate, you're gonna block your fucking pipes with all this shit. What are you doing? He, he's probably been doing this all Bury along. It. He'll do so, yeah. Fucking but he's, uh, you know what I mean. He, why would he radically change the way he's doing it? It's only this time it's that like his pipes the toilet are like, got blocked. I can't blo- take it anymore. His plumbing's just like, fucking hell, I can't take this anymore. So the police are like, you've got to come to the station, mate. Um, he caught, he Did put he, I, guess, I, say, I bet you he just he's went, like, yeah, oh, it was hell, me. It. Yeah, it yeah, was me. He said, yeah, th- th- he said, I've got parts of the girl in the freezer, the one that you're <laughs> looking for. Fair play to him. At least, you, well, I suppose there's no way of getting away with it, is there? From there, you just got to just... Go with, go with it. Absolutely. At the police station, they had to get him talking, which was apparently quite hard. They had to approach the interrogation and question as if he was a child, because if too much pressure was put on him, he would clam up and shut down and say nothing. Oh, because that thing, yeah, yeah, he, he was, was petrified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in custody, he admitted killing four-year-old, and um, he also gave the details of many of the murders that the police were for, you know, were unrelated. They were like that one. That one, oh that God. one, and like that legit, one. Like, are you joking me? There's a clear, you know, thread yeah. through the whole thing, the flesh being uh, removed. Uh, yeah. I reckon they had um, police Wiggum in charge. <laughs> from yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's what I reckon they had there. That's what's going on. His trial lasted 151 days, and he was charged with eight murders and one attempted murder, and there wasn't enough existing evidence to pin him on the it's others. it's a long time. <coughs> <laughs> there oh, it there is. There it was. It's it come out. out. Finally. <laughs> it took nearly an hour. <laughs> <laughs> now, the reason why he confessed was because he 100% believed he was going to have a simple operation which would cure him of his murderous rampages. Oh, he's just a complete psychopath. And oh, then he would be released <laughs> from prison. Oh, really? They thought they'd just do the... Yeah, he thought the bolts that. to the brain, and that would be it. I'm, and then I'm, I'm good to go. And they were like, "Nope, you're fucking insane, mate." 
not just fucking stupid, you're, you're insane. No dis- diminished responsibility. And he was sent down on, in, um, in April 1982, never to be released. And he died of a heart attack in prison in 1991. So how long was he in prison? From He was in prison for nine years. <coughs> so about, yeah, he, d- he pretty much covered his, uh, apparently, according to that. Almost one child murder. Yeah, one child murder, yeah. <laughs> It's shocking, isn't it? It's unbelievable. How many failed? How much did, did you find out how long he was sentenced? Forever. Like forever, they were never yeah. going. They were just like yeah, just, <laughs> yeah, just went. Mm, yeah, no, you you're fi- never getting out. Yeah, you're gonna have that operation when you're dead. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. to see what the fuck's going on with your brain. No, not not now. <laughs> it's nuts, isn't it? Yeah. Why do you think people do this? I, I mean, I just think it's it's got to be like, you know, like an a, a wiring problem. <laughs> like, I think br- it's an instinct thing. I think I think this. I think it's to do yeah, go like, back back in time. I do think time. it's instinctual. Like you think. I suppose actually no, you're right. I suppose if you do look, you know, if you look into if you're looking nature, ba- back in time, that's you look in nature though. Just we're generally, we're bloody murderers. We're meant to be. Mm. If anything, but they're probably right and we're wrong. Because <laughs> <laughs> you think about, like you said earlier, lions do it, don't they? They'll pick on. Well, all animals do. They'll pick really. on like the the baby, the or or a male lion will just go in and kill yeah, a whole that, a whole bunch of cubs just because it's not his. Yeah, but that's like th- they're. An- I know we're animals, but we are. We're educated m- animals, but like, I don't know. There's some. I think it's a wiring issue. <laughs> I think you know, like. I reckon it's a dick issue. Well, the, and a hundred percent. It's it's very s- sexual oriented, isn't it? They always Most, are. They always are. There's always some kind of. Oh well, I can't get off unless I'm doing this. I have to get off, so I'm going to do this. It's so so far out, so mad. You can't even like, because so if you try and picture it which isn't particularly nice, but if you try and picture what, what he's done to them young girls, you just, my brain just goes, nah, nah, you can't, I can't imagine can't, what that would look like. You can't believe it's real, can you? You just can't, you can't believe that someone can do that. But then, but then there are people who like cut skin off and wear it and, you know, oh, yeah. do all sorts of crazy shit. So. Oh yeah, make a skin suit and run around yeah. under the moon in the woods, yeah. singing, literally. Yeah, like, I think some people are just mental. <laughs> mental. 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 You're fucking mental. And stay, and then you get a mental person that like can't get off, and st- I mean, you know, until they uh, unless they're killing someone, and you just get like a weird concoction that happens, and that's turns out to be. If you think about all the millions and billions of people, there's not that percentage-wise that many. So it's like the really odd like collection of random shit that happens in their brain that makes them do this shit. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's fucked up. It is just, <laughs> it's fucked up. It, uh, and it's just normal to them. That's what makes it even more frightening that these people. Well, some some of them must. Some of them know. They, kn- don't they know they? it's wrong, but it's normal. But then it's normal, like Fred West, wasn't it? He's like he didn't think he did anything wrong. Mm. He's yeah. like, mate. Um, yeah, you did. Can I go now? Can I go? I told home you now? where the bodies are. I told you where they are. Can, can go? I go? No, mate. Really, no. <laughs> you can't go anywhere. Shit's fucked, yo. Yeah, yeah. It really is. It's fucking nuts. Nuts shit going on in the world. So we've got a winner. Oh, uh, competition winner. Who's going to receive this? This, this is an oh, absolute fucking buster, this one. So whoever wins this, I, I've like got to say, I think it's my favourite one so far. He's worked very hard. It's like the, literally the whole time we've been talking, he's yeah. been colouring away. You can hear probably hear the little you clicks of the lids the pe- yeah. as he goes. <laughs> <laughs> it is a, your it's best a buster. Yet. It's a buster. It's very colourful. It's very yeah, pretty. Yeah. <laughs> and for sharing our... And it's a good story as well. It is, yeah. 
It's Although they've still got a box to go. Have you got something to fill that box with? Yeah, I'm well, just going to write the end. I, I could do. I'm going to do him in prison just, like that. Rod Guts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with his Casio face. Yeah. So the lucky winner for sharing last week's episode. <laughs> Jesus. Is uh, Tamara Harrington. Tamara Harrington. You've won like, like so it must be worth thousands. It's a work of art. Must yeah, absolutely work of art. You need to frame it, put it on your wall. I think it's amazing. I mean, you might not want to put it in your hallway because no, yeah, someone walks somewhere in, they might go... Like um, in your bathroom, maybe. Especially when the Casio watchman's spanking on dead children. That's not uh, <laughs> that's not what you want in your hallway, is it? But maybe <laughs> your bathroom. <laughs> maybe your bathroom. Yeah, you could put it in your bathroom. If you can D- DM me your address, we'll get this, um, <laughs> this piece sent out to you with uh, some stickers as well. And I think that'll cover it. We've done a good episode there. Keep your eyes out for midweek bonus. I say bonus, but a midweek episode, which we are going to record in about 40 minutes with Carousel Sniper Victim. The Sniper Ruse. The Sniper Ruse, mate. Um, Yeah, man. Cheers for listening. Get us on social media. Do all that bollocks. Yeah, get us on, type a name in Google. Pop up with Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that kind of stuff. If you want to buy stickers, you can. Just click on the button on the Facebook page if it works. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's about it, I think. Thanks for Hannah coming on. Yeah. Thank you very I much. I added to the podcast. Of course you did. You, you always said, do. You yeah. said Spunkfest. Yeah. Spunkfest. Yeah. And you made uh, yeah, Casio watch face. Casio watch face. Yeah. Bit of Silence <laughs> of the Pigs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Silence <laughs> of the Pigs. Yeah. That's in there. We'll see you all next week then. Yeah. See you later. Au revoir. <laughs>